You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Hello and welcome back to this week's Weekly Wrap-Up here on Sprott Money News. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford, and on the line with me today, we have our friend Ed Stair of the Ed Stair Daily Report. How are you doing today, Ed? I'm doing great, and thanks for having me on, Jeff. Oh, we always love to talk to you, Ed. Again, always an interesting week. Um, firstly, let's take a look at the global economy. We're being told we're in a global slump at this point. The U.S. economy is waning. We decide of China, their, their growth waned to like 7.3%, which is below the, the projected forecast for this time of year. What do you think is happening and what's making the world economy so weak and and likewise, what sort of measures can be taken to change that, if any? Well, you know, I'm sort of in the same camp that Jim Records is in and uh, he says basically the problems in the world that exist in the world today, not just the United States, but all all, uh, areas of the world, including Europe, of course, and China, is that uh, there's just way too much debt out there. And the debt loads of the the, uh, individual countries uh, and blocks is, is so enormous now that it's uh, impeding growth and large portions of their their cash uh, requirements are going to pay off uh, this debt and there's only two ways of getting rid of it and that's either to inflate it away or to default on it and as Jim Jim also said uh, uh, they're not about to change uh, anytime soon so uh, the depression uh, will continue until they do decide to make these changes and as far as I can tell and as far as I can see down the road the zero interest rate policy or not the world is going to continue to muddle along at below any kind of what I would call peak performance Right now likewise Ed let's take a look at what's happening with precious metals this week as well um, we've seen right now gold has kind of risen from the lowest point it's, it's been this week, so we have a, a slight gain, but um, you know, things are being capped as usual. What are your thoughts as far as the, the price of gold and likewise in movements going forward as well? Well, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record on uh, when I just talk about the precious metals, but the fact of the matter is that uh, the, all four precious metals plus copper and crude oil, are uh, the prices are controlled by trading shenanigans on the, uh, on the commodity exchange uh, in New York, uh, all managed by the CME group. And until the game playing stops or somebody puts your foot down and, and ends it, commodity prices, including, of course, the four precious metals, are certainly aren't going to to uh, reflect their supply-demand fundamentals. And and if, if the four precious metals um, aren't allowed to trade freely, then, of course, nobody knows what the true price of any other commodity is as well. So until the situation resolves itself, and I'm hoping it'll resolve itself in the next month or so, certainly before the end of the year, I consider, I think that the precious metals are going to continue uh, to, to muddle along where they are, although I do expect gold to maybe set a new low here or, or have a double bottom before we um, blast away to the upside. But anything I would say about this is pure speculation because, like I said, uh, everything's controlled by uh, J.P. Morgan and a few select bullion banks in the United States, and what they decide to do is uh, what the price is going to be. It's as simple as that. So on the topic of J.P. Morgan and, and the rest of these people kind of manipulating everything, what are your thoughts, Ed, in terms of these lawsuits and these fines that have been happening also this week? I mean, we've seen, I think, it's over $6.2 billion worth of fines between U.K. and uh, U.S. regulators. Do you think that this is going to deter these people from doing what they're doing, or do you think it's just business as usual? 
Oh, it's absolutely business as usual. I mean, some of these fines they handed out this week weren't even lunch money for some of these banks, maybe only a couple of hours worth of profit at the most. Uh, whether it be uh, $10 million or $10 billion, it doesn't make any difference to the banks. It just comes off their bottom line, and it's basically a licensing fee, a cost of doing business. And the only way that you're going to deter these banks and their boards of directors is to make uh, somebody go to jail over this. If uh, the chief financial officer and the president of the company, along with the um, uh, uh, chairman of the board, uh, were on the hook for 20 years hard labor, I can absolutely guarantee that the uh, banks wouldn't be doing what they're doing today. So as far as I'm concerned, it's business as usual for the banks and nothing has changed and nothing will change. So likewise, it's kind of switching back to precious metals now. What about Chinese imports this month as far as gold is concerned? Uh, we've seen some uh, news by our friend Kuz Jensen. Um, can you elaborate on that in terms of what, uh, what's sort of happened this week? Well, you know, there's not much to elaborate because Kuz has done an excellent job in this area and, uh, and it's becoming recognized worldwide. And, of course, the Chinese gold demand, at least the part that we can see that's being imported through the Shanghai Gold Exchange, is starting to become rather large, especially last week. I think it was about 68 tons that was, uh, that was drawn out of there. So demand locally in China is for, for gold is absolutely huge. They've already admitted to the fact that they imported, what, 2,200 tons in 2013. And they're well on their way to importing about the same amount uh, or using the same amount again this year through the Shanghai Gold Exchange. And, of course, that doesn't include whatever gold they're importing for their, their bank reserves, which is over and above that, which we don't know about. So the... The uh, demand for gold, either uh, through the banking system or for just consumer demand, is just absolutely off the charts. And the same can be said for the um, Central Bank of Russia, which just took in 1.2 million ounces into their reserves in September, which is a one-month record for them. So, you know, the fact that gold prices are down and demand is sky high should tell you right now that the markets are rigged. And uh, one of these days, the Chinese are going to break the back of the market, but uh, until they got paper hanging and the COMEX uh, decide it's going to happen. Uh, nothing is going to change. Well, Ed, as usual, we always appreciate your insight here on the weekly wrap-up, and we look forward to speaking to you again. Thanks for having me on, Jeff. Wonderful, Ed. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. This is Jeff Rutherford for the weekly wrap-up here on Sprout Mini News. Have a great weekend.